0: Yeah, I just got a quick announcement. Joey B. Toons is right. TikTok is full of narcissists. Okay, bye. Joey bro. Oh, man. We're back, everyone. Yeah, what an ordeal. If you've been wondering where the show's been, ask YouTube. Apparently I'm not allowed to make videos that feature dummies falling off of milk crates. Yeah, I'm talking about the milk crate challenge. You know those videos that started popping up everywhere of people stacking milk crates in their backyard, climbing them and falling on their heads? They're all over the internet. Yeah, especially YouTube. Thousands of videos. It's on the Tonight Show channel, the Today Show, all the big YouTubers channels. All of them except mine though. Yeah, because apparently I'm not allowed to cover it. Nah, YouTube doesn't like honest journalism. When I feature the videos, my content gets pulled, I get a strike, and a one-week ban from YouTube. Meanwhile, the Taliban can post videos of themselves hanging people from helicopters, and that's okay. I'm serious, look it up. Maybe I should join the Taliban and become a YouTuber. I could actually run a channel without being bothered. Joey B. Tunes, we think your video has violated our community guidelines for harmful and dangerous content. Community guidelines. Yeah, type in naked yoga in the search bar and let's talk about community guidelines. Apparently fully nude women spread eagle getting Brazilian waxes and OBGYN exams are okay. But me calling someone a dummy for climbing on milk crates is a detriment to our society. It's unreal look it up look it up full frontal I'm not kidding it's on there here's another one type in dildo challenge and tell me what you find on there go ahead go ahead go to YouTube open another tab on your browser type in the search bar dildo challenge let me know what you find I, I can't even repeat it here or they'd probably pull the podcast for even mentioning it <laughs> you know Like, let alone if I say it in a negative context, let alone show the thumbnails. Isn't that amazing? If I show what they allow on their platform, I get pulled. But the original video stays. The moment I showcase it, then there's a problem. But only when I do. The hypocrisy and inconsistencies, man. It's like a plague in this country. Our own government operates like this, and people wonder why people are pissed off. Nothing makes sense. You can't run things like this. It's driving people mad. Anyway, before we get started, I gotta give a shout-out to my sponsor, Atlas VPN. I, I get so worked up over this stuff, I gotta force myself to switch gears sometimes. Anyway, how many times have you searched for a movie on Netflix and it wasn't there? Atlas VPN is what you need to unlock those movies. Say you're looking for Rick and Morty, and it's not there. You just open Atlas VPN, you'll see a list of countries to choose from. Select the UK, go back to Netflix, and there it is. Yeah, so this is essential for people who like to watch movies and shows. This is what you want if you want to access those shows that you can't get from other regions. There's a way around it. It's only $1.39 a month right now for three years, and there's other plans you can choose from. It's the lowest-priced VPN out there that bypasses the restrictions. This works for the other streaming sites, too. Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Hulu. Atlas VPN is supported on any device. You get a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's $1.39. If you can't afford that, then how are you even driving a car? This costs less than a gallon of gas, okay? So, that's that. There's so much to catch up on. Oh, speaking of catching up, if you've been following me for a while, you'll remember I did a video about the 46-year-old virgin.
1: Before I go any further, for any of you still wondering, and I turned 46 in just about two weeks, and yes, I will be a 46-year-old virgin. So for any of you wondering, yep, I'm still a virgin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he goes by the name Defying Odds Donnelly. I did a video that everyone got all butthurt over. Because, you know, everyone likes to be offended for others now. Well, he's going to be calling in and we're going to clear the air of a lot of misconceptions about this guy. And we're going to find this guy a woman. I'm telling you right now, I'm invested. A 46-year dry spell is just unacceptable. I'm not going to allow this to go on any further. So Donnelly will be calling in. We'll talk to him in a few. Oh, and before I forget, I got to shout out the guys over at Forbidden Clothes. We did a collaboration and came up with these awesome zombie shirts. Here, hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me grab one of these. Uh, check this out. You got all these zombified influencers popping up out of their grave, taking selfies of themselves. It's great. The artwork is top notch. We're doing a whole line of stuff. You get this and a bunch of other designs. T-shirts with the show logo on it. There's a few more on there. ForbiddenClothes.com, you can use promo code JOEY10 for 10% off. So what's been happening since we talked on the last show? I think it's been about a month now since the last one. For one, the clown acts going on in this country, and the world really, have not slowed down one bit. I mean, there's so much insanity that's happened in the past month that I can only scrape the surface of it today. What about the governor of New York resigning? See that? Cuomo? That creep? Apparently he was groping women. What a shocker. He's a politician, so of course he can never own up to anything. But what's hilarious about his excuse is, not only did he not blame himself, get ready for this one, he blamed it on being Italian.
1: I now understand
0: that there are generational or cultural perspectives that frankly I hadn't fully appreciated. I've been making the same gesture in public all my life. I actually learned it from my mother and from my father. Can you believe this guy? Good luck getting a table at Luigi's ever again. You know what they should do? They should get every Italian mother from Bensonhurst to line up on Mulberry Street in Little Italy armed with a wooden spoon and rolling pins. Dump that motherfucker out of a car blindfolded at the top of the street, point him towards him, and see if he can make it to the end of the road. That should be his punishment. Mandate that. Could you imagine? (laughs) If this were medieval times, these people wouldn't even last a day. Ciao, Bella. Bella. What a goon. What other clown act stole the show this month? Oh, my favorite, Demi Lovato, the yogurt queen. I left that yogurt store and didn't get the yogurt that I wanted. And then I had a hard time the rest of the weekend. Yeah, she's back with her monthly announcement. Yeah, check this headline out. Demi Lovato revealed that there could be a time when they identify as trans they meaning her because, you know, she's no longer a her, she's a they. Good lord. I've had the revelation that I identify as non-binary. With that said, I'll officially be changing my pronouns to they them. How long before you think Demi Lovato identifies as Froyo? What flavor would she be? Bong residue? I mean, the fact that the media conforms to this is fascinating. Go to her Wikipedia page. They even do it there. They had to replace all references of her or she and replace it with they. I mean, it's getting to the point where you're not even going to recognize the English language anymore when you read about these people. This whole name game thing is, was just wild to me, man. It's like playing pretend with a small child. Today, I'm a princess. So you call me princess now, okay? Okay, princess. Whatever you say, yeah, yeah, and then tomorrow I'm going to be the queen, okay? So you got to call me the queen, okay? Okay, you're the queen. I mean, how long are we going to be doing this? We used to have mental asylums that sorted these things out for people. I don't know, man. Ronald Reagan really dropped the ball on that one. You know, he was the one who shut him down, right? Here's another one that belongs off the streets. Get ready for this. This is an actual tweet by a journalist, Flora Gill. She writes for GQ and all sorts of other publications. Ready? She writes, someone needs to create porn for children. Hear me out. Young teens are already watching porn, but they're finding hardcore aggressive videos that give a terrible view of sex. They need entry-level porn. A soft core site where everyone asks for consent and no one gets choked. This is real. This is an actual journalist who writes opinions for a living for companies who willingly present her opinions to society knowing that she wants porn for children. I mean, could you imagine raising a child that grows into adulthood and writes this? And she'll keep her job. Those people don't get canceled. You notice that? Those tweets stay up, but my commentary on the milk crate challenge, whoa, oh boy. You know, then of course, she she takes the tweet down herself. And, you know, after the entire world catches wind of this, (laughs) she writes, Absolutely not getting swept up into another Twitter cesspool, so deleted tweet before it picks up steam. Obviously not an actual solution, but it is a real problem. Everyone take a deep breath. Oh, but what happened? I thought you really believed in what you said. Why take it down? Let it get the attention it deserves. I I thought you had such a progressive idea that would help move the world into the right direction. You just had more eyes on this than anything you probably ever done, and you just took it away from everybody. This was your moment to get everyone on board with your porn for children idea. What happened? See, this is what happens when you put people like that in a corner. They cower. And then they cry victim. It's like that teacher that got caught recently with the antifa flag in his classroom i i don't know if you read about this when he had a swastika on the wall a photo of mao they catch him undercover talking about oh too bad if the kids get upset about it starts talking about indoctrinating kids into this mindset and on and on and on then when people start finding out about this and coming down on them the school takes action and now guess what he's the victim he plays the victim now
1: My personal safety and security is obviously my top concern at this moment, but also like they are coming for my job and what I love doing in the classroom. Um, And they are gonna run this campaign and get public pressure behind them. And it is very likely that the district will cave uh, in regards to this. And um, I'm hopeful that they don't. And um, all support at this moment is greatly appreciated
0: so classic with these people. They say all this wild shit. They're big and bad and on the front lines of the good fight that they think they're fighting. Then when the fight starts, they go, leave me alone. Look, look what they're doing to me. Look what they're doing. They're cowards. These are the people who would leave you for dead on a battlefield. I'm telling you. They're all the same. Same mindset, man. You want more? Here's another miserable bag of sludge. This one has a problem with a cookbook on how to cook dumplings. You know why? Because the woman who created it is white. That's right. Yeah, you can't teach people how to make dumplings if you're white. Racist. Yeah, Rosalind Toulousen, another journalist, Vice the AV Club. She goes, why did a white woman write a cookbook about dumplings and noodles? disaffected her emotionally, a grown woman. Meanwhile, that white woman has been learning how to prepare Asian dishes for over 15 years and even attended a noodle school in China for this, okay? But none of that matters. No, not, none of this matters to wretched Rosalind. Nah. She's got to publicly try to discredit this woman's work. That's the thing with these professional outrage artists. It doesn't matter if you clearly state your intentions or show them proof of where you're coming from. They don't want to hear any of that. You know why? Because they hate you. They're so consumed with hate that their ability to entertain a rational discussion has been liquefied. It's gone. Letting hatred stew in your stomach, it's like a battery acid. You let that sit for a long period of time, it'll throw your entire ability to reason and rationalize out the window. Because you get to the point where you just want to hate. It's like you almost don't want things to change or find common ground with anyone because you start to get used to being bitter. You know, When things are wrong, they, they feel pleasure that their mindset is justified. And they need that. Because honestly, when you take that away from them... They're left with themselves. Yeah, the thing they really can't stand. It's where it all it's where it all stems from. A lack of centerness from within. Anyway, I'm not gonna spend any more time on these people. Let's roast some of these TikTok goobers.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, if you're listening, we've got three kids in a parking lot jumping around having full-blown conniptions, completely losing their shit. You know, my mother asked me the other day about TikTok, and she said, what is it? What is TikTok? I showed her this video, and she goes, is it some sort of neurological disorder? I pause. I, I pause, and I just said, yeah, I think so. I think, I think it is because that's all I ever see in there. This isn't dancing, is it? This is behavior people take seizure medicine for. And I'm not trying to be insensitive to anyone who suffers from such things, but I'm having a hard time seeing the difference here. Okay, what's this now? We got a middle-aged Middle Eastern gentleman, looks to be maybe in his 50s, doing all sorts of over-the-top seductive poses. Wow. This must be the Patrick Swayze of Pakistan. Kind of odd considering most people even use TikTok are teenagers and 20-somethings. I don't know if you live out in Pakistan and catch them doing this. I'd keep, I'd keep my eye on this guy. Look for a white van with curtains. Take a peek inside. Make sure there's no kids in there. You never know. What's this?
1: I got my ticket for the long way round. Too bad we're with... oh!
0: oh, God. What was that? Why, what did she say? sounded like she farted at the end and started crying. I got my ticket for the long way van. I got my ticket for the lonely van? Is that what that is?
1: Too bad, we
0: oh! Then she farts and all hell breaks loose. I mean, jeez, this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, this girl's having a breakdown here. She lets one loose and sends her even further into the pit of darkness. Why would you upload this? Maybe this was a live stream or something. I don't know. Still, either way, you got to get off the internet. Yeah, you, you, you need to light some sage or something in that in that house. Because <laughs> what a scene going on over there! Ticket for the lonely van, and you're farting and crying. This is a disaster. I mean, how are you going to get a job after this circulates? I mean, 20 years from now, you could have a family. All your problems are gone. You're in a nice house. You'd be out barbecuing in the back for your husband's birthday or something. All his friends are there. You're having a great time. Then all of a sudden, you see all the wives huddled in a corner by the fence giggling. And you're like, what's going on over there? And then you hear this playing from one of their phones.
1: I got my ticket for the long way round. Too bad. Whiskey.
0: Oh. I mean, this is going to haunt you. I don't know what to tell you. Delete all your social media accounts. Change your name. Plastic surgery. Move to Alaska. Done. Only solution at this point. Or you could be like this one and embrace your loose bowels or whatever's going on with you. I film all of my fart videos by myself. I set up the lighting, the camera, the mic, everything by myself. This is crucial for capturing all those high notes. See, she made a career out of it. No shame in her game. My farts get so loud, sometimes I'll blow out the mic. Get ready for this one. See folks, we're done. We're finished. We've lost all dignity to our species. We no longer have shame. We don't feel embarrassment anymore. We just wake up and go. And the result? A career in public farting. I film all of my fart videos by myself. I set up the lighting, the camera, the mic, everything by myself. This is crucial for capturing all those high notes. Never been seen before. This is what a society without standards leads to. The fart queen of the internet and the pride of the trailer park. Yeah, anyway, let's get to my guest because I've been dying to talk to this guy.
1: Seven front flips in a row. Oh, I, am, I am so dead set I'm losing my virginity. I will lose my virginity before the age of 40 years old. I will work so hard in my physical abilities if that's what I've got to do. To make myself known that I know how to have fun. Donnelly Miller, the 36-year-old virgin. Before I go any further, for any of you still wondering, and I turn 46 in just about two weeks, and yes, I will be a 46-year-old virgin. So for any of you wondering, yep, I'm still a virgin.
0: All right, we got my man Donnelly on the line. If you're familiar with his journey, you know that this man has gone 46 years without laying the smack down in bed. Folks, this man is an untouched flower a rarity in this day and age, an uncut gem, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, he goes by the name Defying Odds Donnelly on YouTube. Here he is live and in the flesh. Donnelly, what's up, brother?
1: Hey, what's up, Joey? Hey, You prefer to go by Joey, Joe, what is it? <laughs>
0: you, you could call me asshole. You could call me whatever you want. Joey's good, though. I like Joey. Listen, man, we, <laughs> we've been playing phone tag for a while. Apparently, you've been in Alaska. Is that right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, Alaska, hanging up there with the moose.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you going after those Eskimo broads, huh? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you could say something like that, but.
0: Well, how do you how do you expect to meet a girl up there? You're just going around knocking on
1: igloos, or what? Yeah, I mean, Alaska. I mean, it's got a whopping population of around 700k, but you got to be honest. Uh, going up there, you're pretty much going up there just to be one with nature. I mean, you're going to more likely run into a boo, <laughs> a moose, right. or a grizzly bear, or a black bear, or whatever other animal there is up there than you are to run into another human.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, I just picture women just scattered along ponds frozen from ice fishing anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I don't think you want to bring one of them to Washington. How would they even adapt anyway? That's where you are, right? Washington?
1: Yeah, Washington. Okay. Good old Bellingham, Washington.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Now, now we got to get something out of the way here because a lot of people got on my ass for my video I did about you calling it mean <laughs> and insensitive. Meanwhile, those same people who are offended for you because that's what people like to do now. They love to be offended for other people. Those right. same people are calling you mentally ill in the same sentence. You notice that he's yeah. mentally ill. You shouldn't roast him. Yeah, everyone's a doctor all of a sudden. Do they not yeah. know how insulting they're
1: being? I mean, how do you yeah.
0: how do you take
1: that? It's well, it's it's kind of an easy thing for a lot of people to do It's kind of like, okay, he's a little off, or he's a little bit, you know, eccentric or weird, and then he's kind of lumped it into. Oh, maybe he's mentally ill or maybe he's got a disability or right. intellectual disability. And it's just like, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm what would be termed properly a late bloomer. Yeah. Okay. I wasted the past 10 years kind of like moping and groaning, but then it's kind of like you realize, wait a sec. Okay. The past 10 years, nothing's much of ch- change other than continuing to do my hobbies. And sure. We've all got, you know, our problems we've, we've all got our flaws. Right. And that's, one thing with joining these hiking groups is like, wait a sec. I'm not the only one with any kind of baggage or mental right. flaws. But we all have our problems. It's
0: exactly. Like- if if half those people got tested, I bet they'd be surprised about what they found. I mean, for all I know, I could be on the spectrum. We we who we all know my mind works much different than most people. And I'm not really <laughs> too concerned about it, and neither should you should be. And and meanwhile, I mean, I get it people are looking out for you, but but if sure. half these people just did a little bit of research, they right. would have found that you've been on Tosh oh for this multiple times. I mean, you've literally been on national television, <laughs> on Comedy Central, doing comedy skits about your virginity. So you obviously have a good sense of humor about all this, correct?
1: Correct. I mean, it's it's like you go going into a show. It's like you know that's that's the whole point of a show. Tosh oh, they There, I mean, that's like the ultimate roast. That's expected. Right. You're part. You're part of a comedy. It's like okay. Maybe I had a little bit of like that. Did I, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But then wait a second, it's comedy. You've never even kissed a woman? I've never had my first kiss. Get over here. You know what? That's a great
0: quality in a person, too, to be able to, you know, uh, goof on themselves or, you know, not take themselves so serious. And, and, you know, that's how I discovered you. And I said to myself, well, this guy has a sense of humor and can obviously take a joke. So I wanted to make an update video, but I wanted to do it in a way where I put my usual sarcastic humor in there. But, But, you know, throw in some real world advice, because honest to God, Donnelly, the things I said in that video are the same exact thing. I would have said to any one of my close friends that were on a 46-year dry spell. Trust me. It's called tough love. And apparently none of these armchair psychiatrists in the comments get enough of it in their life. (laughs) You You know what I mean? You know what I love? After I do the video... While everyone's flipping out over this, you you pop up in the comments and start replying to these people. Uh, One guy's like, you're going to hurt this man. And you just respond with, no, no, actually it's not. It just motivates me to work harder. Then all of a sudden, everyone just goes quiet, done. You know, see, everybody overreacts. And then when the truth comes out, they go silent. Happens in every aspect of life, especially (laughs) politics. People love being offended
1: for other people.
0: I mean, not everybody's, you know, operates like a fragile little child.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just like, and it's like, I start laughing. It's like, oh, you're, yeah. One of the comments, I think it was in the, I can't remember. I think it was in the Instagram or the Facebook. It's like, oh, such a bully. It's like he's never left uh, primal (laughs) school or something. I'm just like, when I think of bullying, I think of someone see I grew up in a, a, a back in the 80s and when in, when I think of bullying, I think of someone that's like gonna physically harm you that's actually putting you in physical danger right saying someone that's like, oh he's weird or he's gonna be a, a pedophile that's that's not that's not bullying that's that's just that's trolling people and it's the comment section. people are gonna say things to probably stir up other people because like after all, you watch yeah. a lot of YouTube videos at least I do when voilà. i'm kind of got my downtime and it's like i almost enjoy reading the comment section more than watching the actual <laughs> right, video
0: itself right that's a whole show in itself it's funny because you you came from the same school as i did where it's kind of like you know the sticks and stones may break my bones <laughs> but words may never hurt me and you don't right. even hear about that anymore so i mean comments online from random people like who <laughs> gives a shit you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah. anyway man all all seriousness aside let, let's have some fun now now yeah. i've i've got an idea now here me out because you and i know this dry spell of yours needs to end and and i think i know how to end it and if this doesn't work and all else fails just remember there's always the hong kong club in tijuana you ever heard of it yeah
1: (laughs) good old tijuana oh
0: you have okay okay well (laughs) well look man i'm gonna propose something to you and you can either accept it or deny it and if you deny it i won't be offended i promise i would like to join you, Donnelly, as your digital wingman on your journey to the Pink Palace. Meaning this day forward, if I, I I will serve as your ambassador in your quest to find in the one, because I know that's what you're looking for. You're not just looking for anyone, correct? You're looking for the one, the right one.
1: Correct. I mean, like, let's be honest. I've had I've had my chance to lose my virginity more than a few times. The last one being when I was actually a Navy. Corman training school. My roommate's like, Hey, I've, I've met, I've got a a friend of mine and and she's ready to do you tonight. I'm just like, no, that's not, I'm not looking for a one night stand.
0: See that, you know what? A lot of men, can't grasp the concept of somebody holding out for the right one and that's probably why and i'm just i'm i am i'm making an assumption here that your social circle probably doesn't have a lot of those people so in a way i feel like like a lot of guys like yourself might feel alone in the sense that nobody could really relate to you and think that oh because you're a virgin that it's like oh well that doesn't mean that you haven't had opportunities. Right. Right, but you've you've denied those opportunities because you're looking for the right one and what's so funny man is that you know there's a lot of women out there that don't believe that there is a guy out there like that who is pure in his intentions in a way. And, you know, right. there's a yeah. lot of women watching this right now. A lot of, a lot of women out there who, who probably don't believe a guy like you exists out there. So, so this gets into my proposition. So, so just hear me out now, okay. you know, uh, my job. So, so here's the thing. My job would entail identifying a potential suitor, Putting in a good word and sending them your way, like any good friend would and should. If you right. accept, we need to show the world that you're not just a regular John. You are Dreamboat Donnelly, a
1: catch. Right, yeah. And
0: okay, so Donnelly, do you accept my offer?
1: Yes, I accept your
0: offer. Yes, okay. I do. Okay. Okay, great. Now how much money do you make? Because this will speed up the process if you have a lot. I'm, I'm, kid- <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't don't answer that. You you don't you don't want a gold digger. Right. You don't want it to the gold digger. Okay. So, so let, let's start with this because I, I need to ask you questions that I, you know, number one, know what type of girl to look out for. And, and if she's listening right now, she needs to know some things about you. So, right. so let's, let's just start with the basics. How tall are you? Five,
1: five, nine, five, nine. Uh, let's see. Well, let's make it easy. 69 and a half inches is what I actually was measured out last time when I actually went to that to the clinic so. okay okay and what's your weight weight right now is about 181 pounds penis size well, so like like as in like flaccid meaning like loose or we're like I'm just gonna say elephant
0: because <laughs> this, this stuff is important so i'm just gonna i'm gonna log in as elephant okay now i know you're athletic right correct you've, you've done eight flips on a trampoline which is good but we, we need to find more things you can do that'll impress these women and turn them on to you. So kid, did you play an instrument?
1: Uh, back in grade school, I played the viola. That's <laughs> yeah, that that's was way good. back in the, that, that doesn't count. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, have you ever just paced around in your house in frustration with clenched fists? Like, damn it, I need to get laid right now.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's ever gotten that bad, but it's kind of more just like, okay, what do I need to do to improve on myself? And then it's like, you start coming up with the excuses like, Oh, I need to do this. or I need to start doing that. that that's, that's just coming up with the excuses because sure. it's like, I've met a lot of people this summer through my hikes. And it, there's like all kinds of people out there that I've gotten into relationships. And it's like, all right, yeah, maybe it's time to just like girl pair and to start putting myself out there and stop with the whiny excuses that I've got going in my head. And it's like, kind of just like be relaxed, you know, just be myself and that's kind of let it happen. You
0: have a a lot of self-control. I'm I'm glad to know that in your darkest hours, you haven't resorted to raping anybody. So that's good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Look, if you could describe your ideal mate, how would you describe her?
1: Oh, okay. Ideal mate. Well, let's see. Someone that's really affectionate, someone, uh, is that cares about their health, their general health that's into fitness they don't have to particularly do the exact same physical activities i do like give you an example i like to do a lot of cycling hiking working out maybe my potential partner in life maybe she likes to do powerlifting competitions or maybe she's into uh, what other sport you know whether maybe she plays lacrosse or volleyball so as long as there's some kind of core interest you know that's you know physically related it doesn't mean that we have to like be like the best hiking buddies or always cycling together as long yeah. as they've got some fitness component to them and as far as like figure yeah. it's funny because a lot of people assume that i'm really picky that i've got like such high standards and i feel like i've got fairly i wouldn't say like low standards but i'm actually attracted to heavier not like obese but like say heavier set put it this way yeah i don't know have you ever done a spartan race or a tough mudder no i'm not as
0: in as good a shape as you i'm actually i was that was gonna be my next thing i'm impressed how how great a shape you are so no i'm a schlub compared to you
1: <laughs> yeah you need to you need to you need to get your ass off that chair No, i, and know, I getting, need
0: some <laughs> advice from you i'm always sitting in this
1: damn chair <laughs> i mean it's like that chair matches this infamous sofa that was probably one in one of my more popular youtube videos where i'm yeah. just kind of like uh i could i could make fun of my i could make fun of that video all day long so yeah it's so going back to what if you were to go if okay if you ever were to go to like a, say a spartan race or a tough mudder i would say that about 90 percent of the women i would find attractive so that could be You know, maybe they're a little, maybe they're a little heavier set. Maybe they've got muscle tone. Maybe they're a little thin, but they've got muscle tone. Yeah. Generally anyone that's in this relatively good physical shape is going to be good looking. And they're going to be someone that I'm physically attracted to. Just to give you an idea. Yeah. I'm part of a singles hiking group, a 40 plus hiking group. Yeah. And before, you know, like... When I was in my 30s and upper 20s people would be like, "Oh, like you know, look out for the cougars, you know, watch out for the older women you know trying to pick up the younger the younger men. Now here I am in my 40s. I joined this hiking group and if it weren't for the fact that we were in a, it's a it's called a 40 plus hiking group, I would have never guessed that these people were in their 40s. Some of these people I saw are like they look like they're in their 30s.
0: Yeah. Well, cause you guys are taking care of yourself. You know yeah. I mean? You live an active lifestyle and, and right. of course that's going to be attractive to somebody who lives a similar lifestyle. I mean, you know, like a girl, like you described, I mean, you're into activities. You, you do great with a girl who likes those type of things. You'd be perfect for it. She's out there. And, and by the way, just to interject, if you are out there watching right now, I want you to email me at Show at gmail.com because because I'm gonna send them along your way Donnelly and we could and, we, and you know what we could if you get any bites we could do a virtual date on the air if you'd be open to that I'll, I'll moderate oh, that's up to you or not or we could just do it behind the scenes either way we got to stay in touch because you know I, I think that I think that if you could use me as a wingman
1: you know I uh, I, 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 I mean I, uh, I'm okay, up for good. pretty much just about anything I've got good I've got that sense of adventure where someone said, would you ride a bull for eight? You try to ride a bull for eight seconds. I wouldn't go for it. I've just kind of got that sense of adventure where it's like I'm willing to try something yeah. once or at least let's yeah.
0: let's say hypothetically now, if you were to take a woman of interest out on a date, how would you plan that date?
1: I know what I would not do is I would not do the traditional that was probably like the 1960s 70s routine dinner and a movie. No, that's not going to work. I would say. Depending on the time of day, if it's like a lunch or a dinner, sure, we might go out to dinner, but then I might throw in like some kind of adventure activity. Maybe it's doing some like ropes course. They have like a lot, a few of those in my south of where I'm at, like a high ropes course, maybe go for some indoor uh, bouldering or rock climbing, Right. maybe go for a walk, maybe go for a sunset hike after dinner, something yeah, something a little yeah, more... You want to spend
0: too much money on them, dude, right yeah. off the bat because you don't yeah, know where it's going to gonna go. But but look, let's say everything works out on your date. Maybe you're lucky enough to get a second date or a third date. At some point, the moment you've been waiting for is going to be presented to. You're going to be in a room with this girl. She's going to sit down on that bed, point her finger at you, and she's going to call <laughs> you in. And what if she opens those gates? Now you're face-to-face with the Cave of Wonders, what are you going to do? I mean, wh- I mean we're talking about the vagina here, my friend. They're like nothing you've ever experienced before,
1: <laughs> literally. I think it's going to just kind of be a matter of just like playing it cool. Just like, okay, cuz it's like okay. After all, I do have a masters in exercise science.
0: Ah. So,
1: although it was mostly research based yeah. It was almost gearing me up to for a job being a data analyst more than anything else. In my undergraduate program, we did have to know about anatomy, not just like our like extremities, but you know, I figured just kind of playing it cool and just like just kind of going with it and it'd be like, worst case scenario, I'd be just like, okay, maybe it's like this you can't really plan for it. I feel like it's something you can't really plan for, but at the same time, I wouldn't be like, how do I do this? Or what do I need to do that? Cause then Smart. it's going to be yeah. like, wait a second,
0: I just, yeah. Smart. No, no, no. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you, yeah. you, you are so right, my friend, because my, my advice was going to be is to act like you've done this before, <laughs> you know, because it, it's the only thing that's going to save you because if you overthink this and get mm-hmm. too much in your head about it, it's not going to go, go well. You can't stutter. You, you can't hesitate. Once you've got the green light, you got to go for it. You've waited 46 years for this. Man. <laughs> I mean, come on, don't blow it. You know? Yeah. And and here's, <laughs> here's just some random advice too, that, that I thought about, you know, after reviewing some of your videos, a few things that, and I, I'm going to start with the biggest one here. I noticed in a lot of your videos, or at least most of your past videos, Yeah, there you, go. you've talked Bad about yourself.
1: Does having a small head make me ugly? Well, more than likely, I have a much smaller head than the average male out there.
0: Okay, right. So, so see, never do that. And I, and I I have a feeling that you've probably learned that, you know, over the years, right? And and I get it because look, man, everybody gets depressed, but you got to understand, expressing yourself when you're feeling down can turn a lot of women off. It's your confidence that they're yeah. attracted to. You know, a good woman is going to want to confide in you. So if you're talking about giving up and all that, you think they're going to want to be with someone who's given up? Of course not. You know that. No. <laughs> so I guess my recommendation would be to not post anything that shows a lack of confidence. I mean, is yeah, that fair? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Is that fair
1: advice? Yeah, that's, I, I, I 100% agree with that. So it's kind of like those types of videos, I'm not going to do any more of them. It's going to be more like m- – Pretty much like the ones i've done recently like what yeah. to do you know like getting out there okay you're feeling depressed all right maybe it's hard to get yourself out of bed well if you're stuck in bed maybe do something with your hand or just start moving around and just getting out there and just get think of go for a five-minute walk or i don't know, do jumping jacks inside your apartment. just to get that blood flowing and even even just a little bit can help a lot if you're if you're kind of getting into that dark mood or just things aren't going well so yeah I
0: think that's a, I think that's a great way to approach a man. And I guess the other thing, I guess the other thing is, um, you know, don't be such an open book with women right off the bat. I mean, you know, you could take this or leave this one, but I've just noted, I I just noticed, you know, throughout my life is that if you leave a little bit of mystery Mm -hmm. to them, you know, like focus on them, ask them questions and show them things that they might be interested in. Once they start wanting to pry into your life, that's when you know that they're really interested, you know what I mean? But you know yeah. here's the here's the thing man it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is that you know your friends and family should be helping you with all that stuff and honestly man I I'll give you my ear too if you ever wanted to chat you know as friends off the air cuz cuz honestly I just think that you you need a good support system man like you need somebody you need somebody to kind of call it out as it is and I, and just, yeah. just even talking to you the past 10 15 minutes I could tell that you've learned a lot throughout your journey on your own. And I'm sure you've had some people kind of get in your ear about things and plant some seeds, but I got to tell you, man, like it, it sounds like you really got your head on straight with
1: this. Oh yeah. I mean, especially the last, especially, I feel like, so if we, it's like, if I look at the past, say prior to this, uh, Mar, like prior to this March, kind of I was just kind of like in a flat trajectory. It's like, okay, yeah. I've learned some things about myself. And I could notice within myself some subtle improvements, but maybe other people may not have picked them up. But I feel like because I made a, a a video on my YouTube channel, that got massive amount of views. And after kind of reading those comments, and then like looking at myself, it's like, wait a sec. Then it's like, I had a uh, an appointment with my therapist. And she was like, did you ever just maybe you need to try looking at some Facebook groups or some meetup? And it's like, okay, well, meetup's kind of a dead thing now, but how about Facebook? And it's like, all right. And at the same time, I get a text from a guy I used to ski with way back in the day. And he was basically like tough love. He was, he was giving me like tough love, like you were. It's like, you've got to go out there and be confident. Don't just be a wet noodle. Yeah. Don't be, don't be throwing pity. And I think the combination of that, that's kind of like, you know. I had that aha moment. It's like, okay, well, let's look to Facebook. Let's find myself some groups to be a part of. And voila, I I joined a couple of hiking groups, and I've done I don't know how many, yeah, how many group hikes. I've lost count.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think that it's so underrated. Tough love can be underrated because I think that it's a fine line there. And I, I think what the reason why it's not so popular is that, yeah, you know, if you go too hard on somebody, it, it could potentially hurt them depending on who they are. You know what I mean? And I think that's why a lot of people were so protective of you. But like I said before, it's like you've been on TV for this. And, you know, you've been on national TV goofing on yourself. and So it's like we know, we know that you have thick skin. But I think that the world would benefit more from a little bit of tough love instead of just like, oh, well, he's in a protected class and we can't say these things and he's special. Like that's going to make the guy feel worse.
1: You know it's what I gonna mean? It's going to make the – yeah, it's – It's going to make the guy feel worse. And at the same time, it's going to make women more like pity. And I'm not looking – I don't want no pity. I don't want no pity love. I want – I want to be able to share life with someone, but I'm not looking for pity love. That's And I, and I
0: refuse to have anybody look at you that way, my friend. And I, and I have a feeling that this is going to be an ongoing relationship. I hope that you'd come back on the show. And if I do get somebody a potential suitor, I'm going to send, a, I'm going to send them your way. I, I'm going to look at this as a work in progress, Donnelly. Yes. And, and, and hey, look, man, I'm really glad that we did this. I really appreciate you coming on, brother. And um, I'm going to sign off now. And uh, thanks for doing this, man. Appreciate yeah
1: no problem joey thank you for having me on
0: yep my, my pleasure and by the way where could everybody find you and what do you got coming up what can people look forward to in the world of donnelly
1: so obviously my channel name is defying odds donnelly and on the homepage, i've got a link to all my other social media uh, it's like tiktok facebook uh instagram so my upcoming videos because i just got back into washington like um uh, not last night, but the night before. So I'm kind of just trying to get things kind of situated with my upcoming uh, software development program that I'm starting in a, in a couple of weeks, actually. And so my upcoming videos, I'm going to be uploading a video probably sometime in the next couple of days where I kind of, along one of our stops, we came across like an abandoned hotel, uh, motel and cafe, and it was completely run down, broken glass, almost makes you feel like you're in a horror movie. So I'm going to be uploading that. And I'll probably be uploading another blogging video, but where I kind of do kind of a, uh, it's like where I'm just like, we're parked alongside the road. And I just decided to like just start randomly hiking up the hillside a little bit, just to kind of give a little introduction of like some of the surrounding beauty of where we we were up in the British Columbia. And it's kind of of really honing in because there's a lot of people that follow me who are like in their teens, 20s and 30s. And I'm telling them, don't make the same mistake I did. It's, you know, start making those changes now. You know, it's especially you got to really utilize your youth. And I say, don't make the same mistake I did. Don't wait till, you know, 46 to start being like, okay, now let's, you know, put the past behind us. Do it now. Now is the time. There is no better time than now. And so I kind of highlight that in the video.
0: It's come full circle, my friend. That's great advice, man. Hey, look, man, I'm going to let you go and uh, we will be in touch, my friend. Thanks again, Donnelly.
1: Yeah, no problem, Joey. Thank you. All right, brother.